Hi, my name's Zach. I'm 12 years old, and I host We the Children, the podcast where kids talk climate change. Like a lot of kids my age, when I think about the future, I can't help but wonder what kind of world will be waiting for us. Will polar bears still roam the Arctic? Will we still be able to see colorful coral reefs or build snowmen in the winter? I'd like to think so. That's why I'm trying to learn as much as I can about climate change science, stories, and solutions from some of the world's leading experts, and share what I learned with all of you. Together, we can decide what type of future we want for our planet. Subscribe to We the Children on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, and visit us at wethechildrenpodcast.com. Remember, we, the children, have the power to make a difference. Welcome to another episode of the show about science. This is your host, Snape. Today we're going to be talking to the inventor of a digital collectible cat game that literally broke the decentralized internet. Let's pull out some perfect blockchain questions and learn all about CryptoKitties. Hi, Deet. Welcome to the show about science. Could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, my name is Dieter Shirley. I'm the CTO of Dapper Labs. I used to be the chief architect at a company called Axiom Zen, and we created CryptoKitties. And uh, CryptoKitties was so popular that we made a new company. That's what Dapper Labs is. And I joined that company, and we're building all sorts of fun new stuff. And, like, what are those fun new things? Well, I'm not sure we can talk about too much of it yet, Nate. Um, we have lots of fun new stuff coming for CryptoKitties, so we want to build even more fun games that people can use the cats they already have to play. And we're also looking at some other kinds of blockchain games, but unfortunately there's nothing we can tell the, the public yet. Um, let me guess a little bit ahead of time. Hopefully I reveal one of them unintentionally. All right. Uh, <laughs> just asking, is one of... Them like where all these crypto kitties need to be taken care of and you're walking around taking care of them? That's not one of our ideas yet, but I kind of like it. We might have to put that in the list. Okay. Do it. Oh, by the way, that was the first time I ever whispered since episode two. I see. Dad, tell me you're going to keep that in the show. I'll keep it in the show. So, like, let's start basic. What are CryptoKitties? CryptoKitties are digital cats, beautiful, adorable little cats that live on the blockchain. And what that means is, is that the ownership of those cats is tracked in a decentralized system that no one controls. Um, so if you own a CryptoKitty, we can't take it from you, not even us, the people who made the game. And even cooler... Even if we shut down all of our servers, because the CryptoKitties core code is running on an Ethereum blockchain, the CryptoKitties will keep going even if we shut down. So this is one of the first games in history where the company who made it could shut down all of their servers and everyone who loves it could still keep playing it. But like... Would the image go away and, like, wouldn't you just own the code? 
Well, you would definitely own the code. The image right now is stored on our servers, and that is a problem. But we have recently announced an effort to make sure that we can store that image in a place that anyone can get it, even if our company goes away. So we do have the technology to put a little piece of data called a hash in the blockchain. And that's like a fingerprint of the picture of your cat, but it's very small. So blockchains are very bad at storing lots of data. So putting a picture of a cat inside the blockchain is very expensive. But we can put a hash, which is like a fingerprint of that picture in the blockchain. And then we can make sure that if you have the picture, you can confirm that it's the right picture for that cat. And then we can distribute those pictures in all sorts of different ways. And like, how did you get interested in CryptoKitties? Well, the original idea of CryptoKitties came from my coworker and good friend, Mac. And he came up to me one day and he said, I think blockchain is really cool. Let's put cats on the blockchain. And I said, Mac, I don't even know what that means. And he said, I don't either, but we can figure it out. And so he and I talked a lot about what could be interesting about putting cats on the blockchain and how that could be a fun game. And we came up with the idea of being able to breed the cats together and create new cats. And so then we just needed to find a really great artist. And fortunately, we worked with a man named Gile, who is an excellent artist. And he has personally hand-drawn the art for almost every single cat that you've ever seen, including Genesis. Uh, I heard that someone bought Genesis for $100,000. Is that right? That is correct. We've had two cats sell for more than $100,000. The very first cat, who's one of my favorites, and her name is Genesis, and she is cat number one, and there will never be another cat like her. She is completely unique, and I can't say who bought her, but I have heard that the man who bought her loves her very much and even has a picture of her in his house. And we had another cat called Celestial Kitty that was sold for $140,000 just a few weeks ago at a live auction in New York. And that was very exciting. There were lots of people there and it was a live auction. And that money didn't come to us. We gave that money to charity. If someone's wanting to play the game, how do they do that? How do they get a Ethereum? And like, what should they expect? Well, right now, uh, cryptocurrencies are very new, and it's not especially easy to get them. Fortunately, if you live in the United States, there's a company called Coinbase that makes it pretty easy. So you can go there, and you can use your credit card to buy a little bit of Ether, and then you need to install some wallet software called MetaMask, and MetaMask will let you store your Ether safely on your computer, and then you go to the CryptoKitties website, and from there, you'll see that there's thousands of cats available for sale and all different prices. So you can buy a cat for just a couple of dollars or you can find a super special cat that hardly anyone else in the world has and that can be thousands of dollars. And then when you buy two cats, then you can breed them together. Um, Because we're using the shared network, you have to pay every time you want to use the network. And so if you want to breed your cats together, you have to pay a few dollars. If you want to buy a cat, uh, you have to pay a few dollars. And even if you want to sell your cat, you have to pay, um, it's less than a dollar, but you do have to pay a little bit of money to the network to put your cat up for sale. 
But if you have a really great cat, then you might actually even make a little bit of money. How do you like Code Crypto Kitty? Well, we designed the rules for the Crypto Kitties way back in October and November, and now the code is what decides what a Crypto Kitty looks like. So, when a new cat is born, the code that we released back in November takes the genetics from the mom and the genetics from the dad and combines them together and makes a brand new kitty that has the genes that it got from its parents. So it's not exactly like the way that humans and animals get the genetics from their parents, but it's very similar. And so your cat that you make will always look a little bit like its parents. If let's say I wanted to make my own type of crypto kitties, like how could I get it on the blockchain? Well, if you wanted to make your own game that's like Crypto Kitties but had the different animals or different kinds of kitties, you could do that. You'd have to write some smart contract code, which is not too difficult, but it's very dangerous because the way that smart contracts work is once you put it out into the public, you can't change them anymore. So, that's great from the standpoint of a, a user who wants to know how our software is going to behave. But it's really scary as a programmer because once we release our software, we can't make any changes to it, and so we have to be super careful not to have any bugs in it. And like, how do you get the code for something onto the blockchain? Well, the blockchain has a way of submitting code. So anybody in the world who has a computer and access to the internet can send messages to the blockchain, and if you send a message that contains some cryptocurrency, in the case of the Ethereum blockchain, it's called Ether. Then you can upload any kind of data that you want, and some of that data can be code. And if it's formatted correctly, then other people can run your code as well. And that's what we did with CryptoKitties. We wrote the code on our local computers, and when we were ready and we thought that we'd done a good job, we sent it to the Ethereum blockchain. And now we have thousands of people around the world, tens of thousands of people around the world who. Use that code to buy and sell and breed crypto kitties. Okay, and like, could they be like any code? Let me rephrase that. Like, say I'm creating crypto monkeys, and I wanted like one to be green. Could I use any code to like do that? Well, if you were making crypto monkeys, you could decide how many different colors you wanted. How many different eye shapes you wanted? In Crypto Kitties, we decided to only have 31 of each type. So there's only 31 kinds of eyes. There's only 31 kinds of mouths. And the reason we made that limit was because storing data on the blockchain is very expensive. And by having a smaller number of each type, we could make the amount of data that you have to store for each kitty a little bit less. And so, if you wanted to create crypto monkeys where you had a hundred different kinds of eyes and a hundred different fur colors, you could do that. But it would probably take up more space, and so it might be a slightly more expensive game to play. Say there were only like five colors, that would probably be like a cheap game to play. Like, you wouldn't have to pay like any dollars. You just have to pay like. Okay, here's one cent. There's one cent. There's two cents. There's five cents. I am rich. Well, 
crypto monkeys wise? Well, if you had fewer colors, it would be cheaper. But unfortunately, the Ethereum network is very popular right now. And so because there's only so many transactions that it can process, and there's lots of different people who want to do lots of different things on Ethereum. So even a very simple game would be quite expensive given how busy the network is right now. If people want to find out more information about CryptoKitties, how can they do that? Well, the best place is to go to CryptoKitties.co, which is where you can read all about it and see the cats and play the game. You don't have to buy any ether to go and look at all the beautiful cats that other people have made. Okay, thank you for being on the show. Well, it was my pleasure, Nate. I'm glad I got a chance to talk to you. I hope we can talk again soon. There you have it, folks. The show about science is complete. Music on today's episode was produced by none other than Mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. And our theme music was written by Jeff, Dan, and Teresa Brooks. Okay, Dad, you can shut the recording off. For the newest episodes of the show about science, download the PIN app or go to pinna.fm slash promo. Hi, my name's Zach. I'm 12 years old and I host We the Children, the podcast where kids talk climate change. Like a lot of kids my age, when I think about the future, I can't help but wonder what kind of world will be waiting for us. Will polar bears still roam the Arctic? Will we still be able to see colorful coral reefs or build snowmen in the winter? I'd like to think so. That's why I'm trying to learn as much as I can about climate change science, stories, and solutions from some of the world's leading experts and share what I learned with all of you. Together, we can decide what type of future we want for our planet. Subscribe to We the Children on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And visit us at wethechildrenpodcast.com. Remember, we, the children, have the power to make a difference.